we live? We're live? We're doing it live. What's going on, y'all? Welcome in. I'm on TikTok again. Won't be for the next three weeks because I got guests on and I can't do that on TikTok. But uh, we're here doing it. <laughs> Episode 99. Happy Monday, y'all. My man Demon Hunter's in the chat. <laughs> Always loving my Demon Hunter's in the chat with me, right? Um... Right on, yeah. Glad you could be with me here live tonight or with me on the replay. I got my, of course, I got uh, my one designated <laughs> Twitch viewer is is clocked in. He's on the clock. I think that's my handler, my FBI handler or whatever, my NSA spy handler. The one guy on Twitch that's always watching on Twitch. Don't worry, guys, in case you're wondering. He's there. He's here tonight. <laughs> we got a couple of people on DLive, a couple of people on YouTube, a couple of people keep popping in and out of uh, TikTok. If you're popping in and out, hit that like button. Give me some ratings, some reviews, right? I am Jonathan uh, Corey, if you don't know. <laughs> you can find all my links and social media pages on my Linktree page, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Jonathan Corey, S-E-A-N-T-H-A-N-C-O-R-Y. Um, I have this week, I have been banned from Discord. So, uh, my awesome little fellowship group I had over there is just done. <laughs> it's just gone and done. We had a good, like, two, two year run there of some awesome, like, gravy sharing, some, some conspiracy theories and stuff, political theories and ideology, some game theory, bunch of meme sharing, bunch of video clip sharing. You know, all that stuff. It kind of event, it kind of would go through periods of just me posting into the void. But that was still fun. It was still like a good collection. I could kind of scroll back and find all my memes in one place. You know? Kind of uh, isolated by category. So, uh, yeah, I'm surprised we lasted that long <laughs> with what we were posting there. Um, you know? But, of course, you know, I'm surprised. Again, surprised we lasted that long with how... Frequently and often, they seem to censor people on the quote-unquote right, you know, or people with uh, quote-unquote extremist views like, you know, advocating for people to live as biblically as possible <laughs> and, you know, recommending that people obey the commands of their creator or else they'll suffer consequences, you know. Those, are those kind of extremist views, you know, that usually gets you banned pretty quickly on Discord, so I'm kind of surprised it lasted a while, you know. But I might try to make another group eventually. <laughs> For now, I'm on Gab, I'm on Telegram, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, obviously. I'm here live. We're doing these streams live if I don't have a guest. Um, or if I don't have too many, like, clips and videos or pics to bring up. Because that just doesn't translate well to my phone right here, off to the side, um, recording me. Or whatever, streaming this. I also might get back on uh, Facebook or Twitter soon. I'm kind of debating which one I hate less, <laughs> which one I want to be a part of uh, less or don't want to be a part of less, just so I can uh, stream these, um, stream these there on one of those and get a little bit extra audience. The Facebook will be like my actual family and friends, which could be pretty fun. <laughs> that could be pretty fun, you know? And then Twitter, I had a bunch of friends on Twitter, um... That I'd love to kind of reconnect with and share memes and stuff and get them back to uh, knowing that I exist and watching the streams, you know, having it pop up in their feeds and stuff. 
So I'm kind of debating and weighing the odds on all that. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I might not even do it anyways, but uh, we'll see about that. Someone in the chat says Messi or Ronaldo. I'm a big Ronaldo fan. I don't like not like Messi. I don't really know much about him, but Ronaldo's dope, dude. Like a cool dude. I'm actually going to do a stream in the next couple months about modern heroes, and he's actually one of them. So um, tune in a couple months from now. I'll talk about Ronaldo for you, buddy. Um, yeah, these companies are just satanic. <laughs> so satanic, so gay, so retarded, you know. Um, and now I'm just at the point where I just, like, find freedom. I find a sense of freedom um, and, like, a weight being lifted when I'm actually, like, deleted and censored from these platforms, you know. It makes me, like, makes, it reminds me that I'm over the target, you know. Sometimes I'm, like, kind of questioning if I'm, like, uh, speaking enough truth, if I'm sharing enough truth with people if I'm not being censored on platforms, you know. So a good little banning, you know, getting banned from Discord kind of reminds me, like, you are over the target. You are catching flack. You are spreading the truth. Keep it up, you know. Not there anymore, but keep it up, you know. <laughs> you know, and then it just makes me respect the platforms that don't do that more. You know, these platforms. Gab's awesome. Telegram's awesome. Odyssey's awesome. Shout out Odyssey. BitChute. BitChute's been the real one for a while. Rumble's pretty dope. Gab's been a real one for a while, you know. Even DLive and Twitch. My one Twitch viewer. <laughs> my one regular Twitch viewer. Uh, is he, he has not had to switch platforms yet, you know. Twitch has not banned me yet, which is very surprising. Um, <laughs> for some reason, after all, you know, after like a year or two on Twitch now, uh, they have not censored me yet, which is pretty surprising. Um, YouTube has taken a video down. It took a video I did about COVID and masks and stuff, and then they've given me a few warnings. Um, but I'm still going pretty strong over there. It's also kind of like, why haven't I been deleted off YouTube yet? Sometimes it makes me think I'm, I might not be sharing enough truth, you know. But anyways, we'll get to it. I'll stop rambling and ranting. I'm going to switch up my format in a, in a month or two and just get into my streams and then do all my rambling and ranting and life updates at the end. So this is going to be like my last one where you have to put up with me letting it all out now before I get into my topic. So uh, bear with me on this 99th episode, right? And it is the 99th episode. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank y'all. Episode 100 is going to be like a two-part episode of like highlights and clips and little bits of all the guests that have been on. Um... And that's going to be airing this Thursday night, so not next Monday, the usual time and place, but this Thursday night, July 21st, starting at 6 p.m., it's going to be a two-part uh, episode 100, again, of like clips and highlights and stuff, and just like a documentary of my journey, you know, it's all of these episodes, right? Then I'm back next Monday night, normal place, normal time, right here with an awesome guest. And then the next two weeks after that, I have other dope, awesome guests. If they can make it, if they can make it work, if they can be with me, you know, obviously. But yeah, I can't thank all of y'all enough for being here, for supporting me, challenging me, holding me accountable, pushing me to get better and just to keep crushing over the last two and a half years. It's been awesome. It's been amazing. Thank y'all for the donations you've given me and uh, the 
awesome, cool gifts. My P.O. box, you know? All the, the hats and the socks and the shoes. <laughs> Someone sent me shoes that just aren't my size. That was dope. That was funny. Um, <laughs> like, weird, like, like $20 ASIC shoes. Not even, like, cool shoes either, you know? Not, like, collectible shoes. Just, like, weird, random shoes. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks for all the weird stuff people have sent me. Uh, I've got some dope seeds that I don't know even can't I don't even know if they're in my growing region or not, but I got some dope seeds someone sent me. So that's dope. Thank you guys for doing that. Thanks for being pen pals, writing me letters, making friends with me along the way as I've been doing this. Y'all are all amazing. Um, I hope my journey, my stories, and my thoughts and my advice and just the light that shines through me. Um, thanks be to God has helped you out there listening or watching in your faith walk, in your own life journey in some way. That is the goal here. <laughs> that is the goal here. It's kind of like half me ranting and rambling into the echo that is space for my one fed handler Twitch streamer. <laughs> and like half to like inspire you guys and encourage you guys and maybe teach you guys some stuff that I've been learning and dealing with and you know, getting better at and stuff, right? Um, I did, I just started this as like a documentation of my own life um, and my own journey, my transformation, if you will, as I was leaving behind my old physical life in California, you know, as I was leaving behind as well, just like my uh, fallen state in a more spiritual sense. And as I was just going forward completely into a whole new life, uh, full of light and full of love, on my way to Tennessee. So episode one was that. It was me in a car full of all my stuff, living homeless, road tripping across the country, documenting my journey, sharing my thoughts, sharing my journey, what what had just happened in my life previously, and what was about to happen in my life going forward. And that's pretty much what this channel has turned into. <laughs> it's just slowly been evolving and it's been trial and error ever since then. And I can't thank all of you out there for being a part of it, you know. Um, I kept doing it. I just kept going through the stream because people would reach out to me and tell me they learned a lot from me and they get inspired from me. Um, and also, again, half because I just kind of selfishly needed like an outlet to just share my thoughts and opinions on <laughs> all sorts of things and stuff, you know. Um, and as a result, the stream has just gone in a few different directions over the last two and a half years, right? If you've been here, you know. My name has changed. I used to be Sean V. Planet, right? Um, now I'm Seanathan Corey, simplifying that and whatnot. Um, so that, you know, stuff's changed. My background stuff's changed. My art's changed. My promos have changed. I started writing blogs more often, you know? And, um... Just sharing all the stuff that I'm into and thinking about and doing, right? And again, I'm just so thankful you're here with me, that you've been here with me like the whole time, <laughs> or if this is like your first time tuning into me, or uh, if you've been here off and on, like my boy Demon Hunter in the chat. Um, yeah, again, just so thankful. Um, every time I've thought about like giving it up and quitting, I'm always like, man, no one watches this anyways, man. A couple, like, oh, it's only like a couple hundred people, man. I don't even know them really. Most of them don't even like really interact with me. They just tune. I just get numbers, and it's just like I don't can't even tell if it's like bots or not. 
But then I always, whenever I have those like doubts, whenever I have those like, ah, just give it up, let it go, doubts, something or someone always brings me back. I get led right back here every Monday night, (laughs) sharing my thoughts and my journey. Um, So I've kind of just come to the terms that I just need to keep doing it for my own sanity, my own health, my own mental and spiritual health, and apparently for other people out there. Um, Again, yeah, you guys have just been here with me from the start. Mad props for anyone that's been here from the start with me, putting up with me for this long. That's pretty dope. That's pretty commendable. (laughs) That's pretty commendable. If this is like literally the 99th episode you've watched, that's pretty dope. (laughs) You're a real one. Um, And, you know, if you're just someone who's like found me along the way and watched or listened, subscribed, sent me socks in the mail or a Chinese farmer hat in the mail (laughs) or seeds that may or may not be in my growing region, that's dope too, you know? Thanks for being here. Thanks for being, thanks for popping in every once in a while, you know? And if this is episode number one, welcome in. Hopefully you don't hate me. Hopefully you go back and listen to my episodes and you don't hate me. And you don't, you don't try to get me censored off all the platforms I still am on, right? Just again, I'll, I'll, I'll stop the rambling. We'll get into some stuff. We'll answer some chat questions. Y'all are all amazing. I'm so thankful for the support and for the love. Can't say that enough. I do could plan on continuing doing this. Having on more interesting guests, bringing back some of the great guests who've been here before, been in contact with some of some of them, some of the legends. They're going to come back this fall, and uh, yeah, I'll just keep covering um, interesting events and cultural topics, reviewing books and media stuff, you know, and fighting the cultural war and on a mission, spreading the gospel in my own way, and just keep on keeping on with all my dudes out there, all y'all dudes out there. almost every Monday night (laughs) maybe not every single Monday night but most Monday nights Um, right here on my channels on my streaming places you know it you love them DLive, YouTube, Twitch, Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble Gab Gab TV all the podcast places again again Thursday night this Thursday night episode 100 two part episode of uh, just highlights and clips and stuff from the previous 99 streams, my first 99 streams. Um, and then I will be back next Monday night for Stream 101 with an awesome guest. Um, yeah. Lauren says, hate the socks. Yeah. Socks are dope. Lay off the socks. All right. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. Thanks for being here, y'all. Thanks for being here, y'all. I see I'm one in the uh, in the TikTok. What's going on? We're gonna get. We're, of course, it wouldn't be a good uh, episode. My best episodes are always when I read from the Jesus Storybook Bible, the best translation of the Bible there is. We're gonna get into a couple of those at the end. But first, we're gonna read from the Bible itself, the Word of God, our God, your Creator. We're gonna get into it. Then we're going to talk about the parables, what they mean, some of the stuff, and so some of the, some of my thoughts about it, right? We've talked about, I've read and we've talked about Luke 15 before, but I haven't talked about the 99, leaving the 99, right, to get the one. And we're going to do that tonight on episode 99. And again, we're going to read Luke 15, verses 1 through 7, and not focus on just the prodigal son himself, right? 
So Luke 15, Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7 reads, Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near Jesus to listen to him. And both the Pharisees and the scribes began to complain, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. And so he told them this parable, saying, What man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and has lost one of them, does not leave the other ninety-nine in the open pasture and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he puts it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my sheep that was lost. I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who represents, who repents, than 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. And the same parable is told in Matthew 18. Uh, Matthew 18 verses 12 through 14 reads, What do you think? If any man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go search for the one that is lost? And if it turns out that he finds it, Truly, I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that have not gone astray. So it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven for one of these little ones to perish. Not one of the little ones to perish. Thanks for all the love on TikTok. I have like hundreds of people liking on my TikTok videos. <laughs> That's awesome, I guess. They pop in, they hit the like button, they, they leave. <laughs> they pop in, they listen for 10 seconds, and they leave. Um, yeah. So with these, with these two powerful parables, with these powerful concepts, right? Jesus explains something truly powerful to the Pharisees who were outraged that he welcomed in sinners and spiritually sick folks, even going as far as to eat with them, to share a meal with them, right? And that day it was uh, contentious doing, doing so. These religious leaders of that day had structured their system to exalt the self-righteous and exclude anyone that failed to live up to their own arbitrary man-made standards. This same mindset has sadly carried on to this day. Um, are you aware? Did you know? But we don't all have to fall in line into it, right? Into that mindset. Jesus shows us exactly how to deal with these types of people in the right way and, and gives us to... I'm in a typo, sorry. Deal with these people in the right way and gives us the ability to correct understanding of, gives us the correct understanding of salvation, hope, truth, love, and peace. Right? Jesus gives us the example of how to understand or how to correct this faulty understanding, these man made standards and these arbitrary rules, right? With true love, true hope, true salvation, true peace. 
Matthew 23, 28 reads, chapter 23, verse 28 reads, so you too outwardly appear righteous to people, but inwardly you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. These Pharisees and many of our religious leaders today made so many rules and regulations to God's law that nobody could reasonably keep them and obey them all, right? Including themselves, including the ones who drafted and imposed them in the first place, right? That's where outsiders, outsiders, secular-minded people, non-believers will point to Christians and say, what hypocrites, right? Because they can't even obey their man-made rules. Their man-made rules. Jesus made it clear to these Pharisees and all like them that have followed, right? All of them since uh, the Pharisees that not only were talking smack that day, right? But all the Pharisaical type people that have come after them in the 2,000 years since then. Jesus made it clear to these people that uh, outward righteousness and public displays of faith were flawed in the eyes of the Lord, right? He tells these people to their faces, like just straight up in their faces, the uh, hard truths in a way that um, anybody in that day could understand, right? That's kind of what a parable is. That's the point of a parable. It's explaining bigger, giant, complex subjects and topics in a very simple, easy way, easy to understand way for people, like simpleton-minded people, people who were illiterate, didn't spend all day studying. They were... um, you know, carpenters and farmers and sailors. And that's why these parables are framed that way, organized that way, told that way in those contexts. Um, And yeah, people of that day obviously would understand the relationship between shepherds and sheep, right? Pretty much everyone. You wouldn't have to be a shepherd to understand that. Um, But uh, it's something that people in our modern culture, like our modern day and age, might not understand. (laughs) We might not really get it, you know. Um, Even if you are like a shepherd or a farmer, you still might not even understand it if you're so used to just having your flock and your livestock contained in a pen, right? In a cage, fenced in. So it might seem strange to us that a shepherd would leave his flock and search search for one missing sheep, right? This parable might not make sense to people like you and me living in this modern era, right? But a comparable situation would be like a house fire. Um, imagine your house is on fire, a house is on fire, and a father rushes to get his five children out of the home safely. He uh, picks up the smallest ones and shouts for the older kids to get out to the safety of his front yard. When all of a sudden he realizes that, you know, he's got all the children out. All the children are out except for one, right? His newborn daughter. Nobody picked up the baby. The baby's still inside the burning house, right? So he rushes back into the house without hesitation and attempts to save that child that is still in danger. Instead of just staying outside in the safety of the lawn, the front yard, right? With his other four children. A father in that scenario is without question going to run back in and get the one, right? He's going to leave the children that are safe. He's going to leave the the children who are free from the danger that is the fire. And he's going to run back in and get the one that's still in danger, that's still in trouble, that is still lost and not yet found. God is a father, a loving one, 
right? He counts his kids and rejoices that some are safely saved in Christ, prepared for eternity and close to his own heart, but some out there are still missing, right? Many out there are still missing. Our Heavenly Father sent his son to seek and save the lost, and he does not just abandon the 99, those who are already safely in his kingdom, attended to by his angels, and guided by his Holy Spirit, but his heart aches for those who are not yet in the fold, those who are still rebelling against him and his right ways, those who are still lost and in danger of an eternal separation, right? A child who is in danger of an eternal separation from their heavenly father. A good shepherd pursues the lost sheep, woos them, calls to them, and allows circumstances into their lives designed to make them look up. And it is often in the bleakest of circumstances, the most difficult of struggles, the lowest of lows, that people begin to surrender to their own demands and their desires to have things their own way. When that finally does happen, when submission to our shepherd finally occurs, he carries us happily back into the fold while heaven rejoices, right? While he rejoices with a sheep on his shoulder, being carried back into the fold. Jesus is our shepherd. He will bring all of us who are lost back into fellowship with the rest of the 99, returning us back into the house of the Lord and reuniting us spiritually with him. In John chapter 10, verses 16 through 17, Jesus again refers to himself as the good shepherd, saying, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Then in verses 27 and through 29 of John 10, he says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. The 99 who are saved are still important to him, but he knows the flock is not complete without that one lost sheep still out there. And a good shepherd always goes after every single lost sheep. The two following parables in Luke 15 reinforce Jesus' Jesus's main point to the Pharisees and to all the modern-day churchians, which is the value of individuals. Every single individual has value. You out there, you over there on TikTok, you out there on all the other platforms and stuff and things, you as an individual are loved and are valued by your Creator as an individual. The parable of the lost coin and the parable of the lost son from Luke 15, if we were to continue reading on, continues the theme of God as a pursuer of lost people. We were all lost at one time. Every single one of us was lost in some way at some point in time. And in that, in that brokenness, in that spiritual separation, that spiritual brokenness, in that state of being lost... The Lord came after us and did not stop until we were found, right? 
And if he had not taken the initiative, no one could ever be saved. John 6, John chapter 6, verse 44 reads, No one can come to me unless my Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. Whenever our good shepherd wants to pursue another lost lamb, the 99 who are in the fold already can joyfully support the rescue effort from their place of safety and salvation. We can all rejoice and sing and be joyful alongside the rest of the angels in heaven for each and every single other soul that returns home where each and every one of us as an individual truly belongs. Every one of us can rejoice and sing and be merry for every single other soul that is found, right? Um, I got people here watching, people on YouTube, people on Twitch and DLive and TikTok. Um, no comments or chat questions. Send them to me if you got them. I'm going to read three, three things. Two stories and the last page from this, again, Jesus Storybook Bible. The best translation of the Bible there is. <laughs> the best translation of the Bible there is. Um, we're going to read this, and if no one has any comments or questions, we'll uh, wrap it up after that. But I just felt these would be appropriate um, on this stream, with this topic. The Good Shepherd, again, the Jesus Storybook Bible. The Good Shepherd, which is about David, the Shepherd King, taken from Psalm 51, 2 Samuel chapter 7, and a paraphrase of Psalm 23. David was a shepherd, but when God looked at him, he saw a king. Sure enough, when David grew up, that's just what he became. And David was a great king. He had a heart like God's heart, full of love. Now, that didn't mean he was perfect, because he did some terrible things. <laughs> he even murdered a man. <laughs> he even murdered a man, among some other terrible things, right? No, David made a big mess of his life. But God can take even the biggest mess and make it work in his plan. I need a new heart, Lord, David prayed, because mine is full of sin. Make me clean inside. God heard David's prayer. He forgave David and he made David a promise. I will make you great, David. And one day a king will be born into your family and he will heal the whole world. Did you know that David was a songwriter too? In fact, his songs were so good, they might have been in the top 40 charts if they had been invented then. David's songs are like prayers. They are called Psalms, and this one is called the Song of the Shepherd. It's probably number one on the Psalms charts, and it goes like this. God is my shepherd, and I am his little lamb. He feeds me. He guides me. He looks after me. I have everything I need. Inside, my heart is very quiet. As quiet as lying still in soft green grass in a meadow, by a little stream. Even when I walk through the dark, scary, lonely places, I won't be afraid, 
because my shepherd knows where I am. He is here with me. He keeps me safe. He rescues me. He makes me strong and brave. He is getting wonderful things ready for me, especially for me. Everything I ever dreamed of. He fills my heart so full of happiness, I can't hold it all inside. Wherever I go, I know God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever. Love will go too. God gave David that song to sing to his people so that they could know that he loved them and would always look after them, like a shepherd loves his sheep. And one day, God was going to do something that would inspire thousands upon thousands of new songs. God was going to show his people once and for all how much he loved them. Another shepherd was coming, a greater shepherd. He would be called the Good Shepherd. (laughs) Didn't talk about it. And this shepherd was going to lead all of God's lambs back to the place where they had always belonged, close to God's heart. Close to God's heart. Isn't that just amazing? Isn't this just the best? Like, we're actually talking about this at my uh, at church this yesterday of how great this translation is because <laughs> it doesn't shy away. I mean, it literally is just like, it's not going to just talk about how great David is, right? It's going to like talk about the fact that he messed up. <laughs> he did some bad things, some really bad things, you know, and that's like not, not going to shy away from telling those kids what they need to hear, you know, you know, it's not running away from the truths, the hard truths. The real lessons that need to be learned. The real truths and the real lessons that kid need, kids need to learn, right? It's going to put them simply for them. It's going to be colorful, you know, like the, you know, it's going to have like the colorful pictures and stuff. And let me see the camera, you know, it's going to be like by, you know, definitely not by, but not, but you know, for kids. It's like a goofy, silly little font and colorful little pictures. And it's very like oversimplified. But it doesn't run away from telling like the truth, the whole truth. It doesn't stop and it doesn't stop short of talking about how bad of decisions David made, right? Before it gets on with laying into it powerfully, summarizing Psalm 23 and then just powerfully getting into a gospel message, right? Jesus Storybook Bible, shout out. We're reading again. This one's called Running Away. It is the story of the lost son from Luke 15. So the, uh, you know, prodigal son, um, we've talked about it before on previous stream. Can't remember where, somewhere in the 40s, somewhere in the 40 range. Um, And like I said earlier tonight, you know, we're not talking about that. We're specifically talking about the first parable of Luke 15. But I feel like we should just read this one anyways, because it's good. And it's the same concept. It's the same chapter. So again, this is Running Away, the story of the lost son from Luke 15. Jesus Storybook Bible, the best translation of the Bible. (laughs) Jesus told this story about a boy who ran away. Once upon a time, there was a boy and his dad. Now, one day, the boy gets to thinking, maybe if I didn't have my dad around telling me what what is good for me all the time, 
I'd be happier. He's spoiling my fun, he thinks. Does my dad really want me to be happy? Does my dad really love me? The son never thought of that before, but suddenly he doesn't know anymore. So the son goes to the father and says, Dad, I am better off without you. I can look after myself. Just give me my share of your money. His father is sad, but he won't force his boy to stay. So he gives his son what he wants. The son takes the money and goes on a long, long journey to a far off country. And everything's wonderful and perfect for a while. He can go wherever he wants, do whatever he wants, be whoever he wants. He is the boss. He is free. Sometimes he gets a strange, hungry, homesick feeling inside his heart, but then he just eats more or drinks more or buys more clothes or goes to more parties until it all goes away. But soon his money runs out and so do his friends. He ends up getting the only job he can find feeding pigs. One day, he is so hungry and so desperate, he even tries some of the piggy food. What am I doing? He says suddenly, as if he has woken up from a nightmare. He spits out the piggy food. Yuck! All of it. Ick! <laughs> out of his mouth. My father is rich, and here I am, in a pigsty, eating piggy food. He wipes his mouth and dusts himself off. I am going home. As he starts for home, though, he begins to worry. Dad won't love me anymore. I've been too bad. He won't want me for his son anymore. So he practices his I'm sorry speech. All this time, he doesn't know. What he doesn't know is that day after day, his dad has been standing on his porch, straining his eyes, looking into the distance, waiting for his son to come home. He just can't stop loving him. He longs for the sound of his boy's voice, and he can't be happy until he gets him back. The sun is still a long way off, but his dad sees him coming. What will the dad do? Fold his arms and frown? Shout, that'll teach you! And just you wait, young man. No, that's not how this story goes. The dad leaps off the porch, races down the hill, through the gap in the hedge, up the road. Before his son can even begin his I'm sorry speech, his dad runs to him, throws his arms around him, and can't stop kissing him. Let's have a party, his dad shouts. My boy's home. He ran away, I lost him, but now I have him back. Jesus told them, God is like the dad who couldn't stop loving his boy. And people are like the son who said, does my dad really want me to be happy? Jesus told this story to show them what God is like and to show people what they are like. So they could know However far they ran, however well they hid, however lost they were, it wouldn't matter. 
because God's children could never run too far or be too lost for God to find them. Powerful. Just powerful, man. Jesus Storybook Bible for the win. Definitely get a copy. If you got kids, you got like teenagers or like preteens or even like young little children, get them this. Get one for yourself because it's the best translation of the Bible there is. Um, I guess I shouldn't say that. That's kind of, is that blasphemous? It's like the second best translation of the Bible. <laughs> there it is. I'm really like, my new favorite translation is the NASB. It's like the closest thing to King James, like the real authentic true meaning of the words without it being like too incomprehensible incomprehens like uh, King James. But uh, we're going to read again. We're going to read the last page of the storybook Bible, which is a paraphrase of John chapter 1, verses 12 through 13. doesn't really have to do specifically with this stream. It's just amazing. It's just awesome. Um, uh, yeah, again, I just highly recommend you get a copy of this for yourself. It's great. Grab some copies for your kids or other kids in your life, um, even if they aren't Christians or being raised Christians. You know, it could uh, help them in a lot of ways still. So again, this is just the very end. This is the very last page of the Jesus Storybook Bible. It's a paraphrase of John chapter 1, verses 12 through 13. And I just wanted to end by reading this. For anyone who says yes to Jesus, for anyone who believes what Jesus said, for anyone who will just reach out to take it, then God will give them this wonderful gift. To be born into a whole new life. To be who they really are. Who God always made them to be. Their own true selves. God's dear child. Because, you see, the most wonderful thing about this story is, it's your story too. The greatest story ever told is the Bible, right? And because you see the most wonderful thing about the greatest story that's ever told, ever been told, is it's your story too. Powerful, powerful, powerful Jesus Storybook Bible. And that's going to be it for me tonight. Can't thank y'all enough. Again, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, truly, for being with me all this time. For being with me like from the start, from finding me midway through and catching up or just tuning into the stuff, the topics that you found interesting. Um, <laughs> can't thank y'all enough for being with here, being with me here and putting up with me um, for liking and subscribing and spreading these streams and these pages around and stuff. And for just being like dope and based and present with me over the last few years. It's been great. Thank you, my dudes. I love each and every one of you each and every single one of you the hundreds of people on tiktok the like couple hundred people that watch and listen to these streams um again some of you might be bots and stuff <laughs> some of you guys out there might be bots but uh <laughs> so yeah to like the three to five hundred people that listen and watch the stream every week all of y'all are amazing even the bots thank you even still um I love you for forever. 
<laughs> There's nothing you can do to change that. Nothing you can do to change that. And again, Thursday night, I will be airing my uh, two-part episode 100 of all my previous clips and highlights. It's going to be 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 uh, Eastern. Adjust accordingly for your other little weird, stupid time zones. Thursday night, July 21st, 6 p.m. Central, two-part, episode 100. Tune into it at some point. If you can't make it live, let me know what you think about it when you watch or listen later on in the comment sections. And comment, rate, review all my channels and pages and stuff. Um, That'd be awesome. That'd be great. (laughs) Then after that again, I'll be back Monday night, usual time, usual place, with an awesome guest. Until then, go out this week. Do good, be good, love and be loved. Um, Seek and produce what is good, true, and beautiful. Thanks, TikTok, for tuning in. I'm ending that stream. Love you guys. Love everyone. Take care. Have a good week. Go out and crush. I'll see you here next, next Monday night. You are watching or listening to the Jonathan Corey live stream. Be sure to follow and subscribe to my channel wherever you are streaming this and on any of the other sites that you happen to use as well. And be sure to leave some comments or reviews. It would really help me out. You can find my streams on YouTube, Twitch, DLive, Odyssey.com, VK.com, TV.gab, BitChute, Rumble, and on all of the podcast apps. You can read my blogs at JonathanCorey.blogspot.com. My main links are at linktree slash Jonathan Corey, and you can find the rest of my links, my older secret content, and my guest appearances on other podcasts or streams at JonathanCorey.com.